Welcome to the You on the Camino de Santiago podcast, Season 3. This podcast is for and about people getting ready for their first ever pilgrimage on the Camino de Santiago in Spain, France, and Portugal. With your host, Camino guide and longtime pilgrim, Nancy Reynolds of the Camino Experience. We are nearing the end of Season 3 of the You on the Camino de Santiago podcast as we near the end of the year and enter the heart of the holiday season. You might be a little busy. Hi, this is Nancy, and I know that busy feeling. So I am coming to you with a different kind of episode this week, which I will tell you about in a moment. Then next week, I will be back with another Pilgrim Conversation. If I'm able to get the timing right, you will get to hear from two Pilgrims you met earlier this season who are back from walking the Camino Frances. This week, I'm going to be sharing with you an audio session from my signature program, the Camino Frances Getting Started Audio Guide. I'm doing that because I have a special offer coming up starting on Friday, December 1st, and I want to be sure you know what the audio guide is all about. So in addition to sharing the session from the guide, I also have for you a full-on description of the Getting Started Audio Guide. And listen, this guide isn't for everyone. If you have already joined one of my groups that start in saint jean pied du port you get the audio guide as part of that. The same is true if you have signed up for my DIY Plus Camino planning program. And if you aren't walking the Frances route, or if you are but you aren't starting in saint jean pied du port you also won't need the audio guide. So who does need the audio guide? Well, anyone who is starting the Camino Frances in saint jean pied du port who wants the answers to all their getting started and getting ready Camino questions all in one place, and who wants them from someone who is an expert at getting started on the Camino. The guide is for anyone who doesn't want to miss any of the critical steps in planning and preparing for their pilgrimage. And this is for people who, like me, might actually enjoy the planning process. I know, I have weird hobbies. I will be sending out the details of the offer this week on Friday, December 1st, 2023 to everyone on my email list. I will have a special promo code that will give you 25% off the audio guide. If you are like me, you might be a bit averse to joining email lists. I don't use the word hate very often, but I will do it here. I hate getting junk emails in my inbox. So I am going to promise that if you join my email list, everything I send will be about the Camino de Santiago, about you walking the Camino, and about you going after your dreams. And by the way, I have no idea how to sell your email address to anyone else, so I guarantee that won't happen. Let me give you an idea of what's coming up for my email list in December. As I said, 
On December 1st, I will be sending out the promo code for my Camino Frances Getting Started Audio Guide, so you can take 25% off of what I bet will be the most useful gift on your Christmas or holiday list. Then, on the next three Fridays, December 8th, 15th, and 22nd, I'm going to share with you my favorite end-of-year tradition in three stages. This is the method I use to set the stage for the new year and put myself in the heart of my dreams and goals. I bet that for many of my listeners, your 2024 dream or goal is to walk the Camino de Santiago. Yes? Let's get you there. Finally, on December 29th, I'm going to send you the final step, which is the one I've been doing since 1976. Yes, picture 11-year-old Nancy, pen and paper in hand, wrapping up the year with her best friend Christy, and a big bag of Reese's peanut butter cups. This final step is why New Year's is my favorite holiday of all. But I won't be sharing this on the podcast. I'll only be sharing it with my email list, so please do sign up. To do that, go to thecaminoexperience.com or click on the link in the show notes. When you enter your name and email address, you will immediately get an email from me with my top 10 Camino tips that don't usually show up on the top 10 list. And here's the most important point. To get any other emails from me, you have to click on the button in that email to open the top 10 list. That confirms that yes, you do want to be on the list and it gives me permission to send you emails. If you think you have already signed up for my email list but you are not getting emails from me every Friday or Saturday if you are in Australia or New Zealand, please do sign up again and confirm that first email I send. You might need to check your spam or junk folder to find it. Okay, enough of that. Now let's get on to the preview audio session from the Camino Frances Getting Started Audio Guide. The topic is how to use the guidebooks and apps to plan your Camino. This session is one of more than 40 audio sessions and 10 videos that come with the guide. Well, you'll hear about everything that's included after that session on guidebooks and apps. So if you are interested in the whole story, keep listening after that. And if you aren't planning on walking the Camino Frances, and if you don't know anyone who is, who might want to know about the audio guide who you can share this podcast episode with, I hope you will at least find the first part helpful. Thanks for listening. Thanks for trusting me to be part of your Camino experience. I am delighted to have this opportunity to cheer you on and remind you that yes, you can do this. Wishing you a beautiful journey. And now here is the session on guidebooks and apps. This session of the Camino Frances Getting Started Audio Guide is dedicated to John Brierley author of the most popular and widely used English-language Camino guidebook, and a true pilgrim. John passed away in early July 2023 
and his family shared with the Camino community that his passing was as graceful and peaceful as anyone could wish for, and he was fully aware of the love and blessings pouring in from his Camino family and friends. They said that John was always adamant that death was not an ending, but instead the beginning of the next great adventure, a new day stage on a long pilgrimage that spans this world and the next. Please join me in expressing our gratitude and appreciation and blessings for John Briley's next journey. Once you decide to walk the Camino Frances, one of the first things you will want to do is acquire one of the many resources available for the Camino, specifically a guidebook or an app for your smartphone. The reason we start here is so that you can begin to familiarize yourself with the route itself and the villages, towns, and cities you will walk through and stay in. Then, when it's time to make some decisions in the next session, you will already be familiar with the key places on the route. There are many apps and guidebooks out there for pilgrims walking the Camino Frances. How do you choose the best one? The more important question is, I think, which one is best for you? I'm going to narrow down the field and talk about three guidebooks and two apps, plus the one printed resource that is available at the Pilgrim's Office in Saint-Jean-Pied-du-Port. This will give you a chance to get to know both the low and high-tech sources of information for the Camino Frances. The guidebooks provide a wealth of information presented in a clear, concise, and easy-to-follow format. For those who like books and paper maps, the guidebooks are wonderful tools for this journey. But they come at a cost, and that is the weight you will carry when you decide to take along a guidebook. The apps also provide a wealth of information, and they are weightless because they are stored in your smartphone, which you are likely already expecting to carry. But they may have a bit of a learning curve as you figure out how to find and use the information they contain. Those who are tech-savvy may not have any trouble navigating the apps, but for others, it may take some time to get used to how the information is presented and to get a system established for how to use the tools embedded in the apps. Now, before I go any further, let me address one more very important question, and that is, do you really need an app or guidebook for the Camino? Or can you just follow the yellow arrows and get to Santiago de Compostela that way? The short answer is yes, you can just follow the arrows and they will lead you the entire way. One of my favorite Camino stories is from my first day on my first Camino in September 2005. As I prepared to leave Pamplona, I wasn't sure which direction to go. I couldn't consult my guidebook. Why? Because I didn't have one. And there wasn't yet an app for the Camino. Um, wait, there weren't even smartphones yet. So I turned to one of the greatest sources of information and inspiration 
you will ever find on the Camino, the Hospitalero. The Hospitalero is the host of the albergue, and they usually know a lot about the Camino and their own city or town. I will never forget this. The Hospitalero took me outside, pointed to a sign with symbols of a walker, an arrow, and a scallop shell, and simply said, go that way. In other words, follow the symbols of the Camino and they will lead you to Santiago de Compostela. So it is possible to simply follow the trail markers. But I suspect that you may want some more information at your fingertips as you make your way across Spain. Let's see what's available for you. We will start by looking closely at the guidebooks for the Camino Frances. As I said, I've chosen three guidebooks for this tutorial. I chose these for the clarity with which the information is presented and because they were all updated after the pandemic. Let's start with A Pilgrim's Guide to the Camino de Santiago by John Brierley. This is the most carried English language guidebook on the trail. The author, John Brierley, is an icon in the Camino community, in part because his guidebooks have been setting the standard since 2003, and in part because of his extensive focus on what he calls the mystical path or the inner journey. Mr. Brierley is known as a pilgrim in the truest sense of the word. The information in his guidebook is incredibly practical and detailed, and it includes extensive lists of sites and accommodation options, with short commentary on some of them. Brierley also proposes a 33-day itinerary for the walk from Saint-Jean-Pied-du-Port to Santiago de Compostela. You can follow this plan or make your own using the information provided. I will talk more about planning your stages in the next session. The Briarly book includes a breakdown of how much time you will spend on different types of terrain, unpaved paths, quiet country roads, and motorways, plus elevation charts for each of the stages. The Briarly guidebook has a unique mapping style which zeroes in on only what is relevant to the pilgrim and shows precisely where you will be walking. Be aware, though, that there is the occasional error when places on the map, like a bar or guest house, don't match the real world. If you are following the Briarly maps and something isn't where it's supposed to be, according to the map, just be prepared to cross-check the information on Google Maps or something similar. Briarly also offers a smaller version of his guidebook that has only the maps, no commentary or list of accommodation options other than those that are noted on the maps. If you would like to use the Briarly guidebook, but you don't want the extra weight, you may want to look for the ebook format at your local library system. The ebook presents wonderfully on a smartphone and the maps are super easy to read on a device. The only shortcoming of the Briarly guidebook, when compared to the other two I will talk about next, 
is that there is no information on the walk to Fistera and Muxia, the two towns on the coast, or at the end of the world, that many pilgrims walk to or visit by bus after they reach Santiago. You would need to buy a separate Briarly guidebook for that route. Next, let's look at the village-to-village guide for the Camino de Santiago by Anna Dintemann and David Landis. This guidebook is the smallest and most compact of the three, and it provides a 31-day plan for the walk from Saint-Jean-Pied-du-Port to Santiago, plus an additional four-day plan for the walk to the coastal towns of Fistera and Muxia. The authors take you stage by stage, town by town, and share brief historical and contextual information for each of the cities, towns, and villages the pilgrim passes through. The format and the maps are very easy to follow, and the authors detail out what percentage of each stage you will be walking on paved and unpaved services. This guidebook contains extensive lists of places to stay, but with no descriptions or reviews. The third guidebook to talk about is called Camino de Santiago, and it's from Moon Publishers. It's written by Bibi Barami. This is a different kind of guidebook, more like a typical travel guidebook, and one that focuses on the experience of being a pilgrim and getting the most out of walking through the different regions of the ancient pilgrimage route. The author, Bibi Barami, is an anthropologist by profession and a passionate pilgrim. From these two perspectives, she gently sets you down right in the heart of both the modern-day and historical Camino Frances. Ms. Barami covers it all. Food, sites, flora and fauna, regional specialties, detours and diversions, city guides, local festivals, plus tips for seniors, women traveling alone, religious and secular travelers, and LGBTQ plus pilgrims. The Moon Guidebook comes with a beautiful fold-out color map of the entire route, complete with an elevation guide. The stage-by-stage descriptions also have maps by region, plus more targeted maps to show where the trail goes through the larger cities and towns. Rather than provide a comprehensive list of every albergue and place to stay on the route, this guidebook gives you a sampling of albergues and other accommodation options with detailed descriptions of each and what makes them unique or special. The Moon Guidebook is the heaviest of the three, and therefore the one least carried on the trail. But good news, it is also available in a Kindle version and as an ebook through some library systems. These three resources contain an incredible amount of information, and keeping them updated is no small feat. Keep in mind that things change frequently, and some of the information in the guidebooks, especially the prices, will likely be different when you walk the Camino. But you can still use these guidebooks for what they are, guides, to prepare for your journey and plan for your day-to-day stages on the trail. Let's look now at how to use the guidebooks. 
If you can, I recommend getting copies of all three guidebooks so you can compare and contrast them to each other and determine which format you like the most. If you aren't ready to buy all three guidebooks, check the catalog at your local library to see if they are available there. For example, many library systems in the U.S. have both the print and ebook versions of these guidebooks. Once you have the guidebooks in hand, grab a notebook and pen so you can make some notes on what interests you. You can organize the information in the way that makes the most sense to you. For example, geographically, as you move from east to west, or categorically, with such informational buckets as cities, towns, villages, and sites, accommodation options, food options, regional specialties, and pilgrim traditions you'll find along the trail. Next, read the opening chapters in each of the guidebooks and use the information there along with the information in this audio guide to assist you with making your preliminary plans. You'll find such topics as an introduction to the route, when to go, how long to take, how to get there, what to pack, and how to prepare emotionally and spiritually. Next, look at the maps to get familiar with the names of the cities, towns, and villages and where they are located relative to each other. Decide which map format you like the most and which you think will be most useful on the trail. Then take a look at the elevation charts to get a sense of which days will be the big, challenging days when you may want to walk a shorter stage. And then read through the descriptions of cities, towns, sites, and other highlights. Make notes on what interests you in each of your categories. We will use this information when we talk about how to plan your day-to-day -day stages on the trail. And then, one of my favorite uses for my guidebooks is for when I get home from the Camino to review where I've just been, what I've seen, places where I've had memorable experiences, and to make notes on where I want to return to. Now let's look at the apps. There are many apps out there, but I'm going to focus on two, the two that I am confident are updated frequently and are managed by a team of dedicated pilgrims. One of the apps I'll talk about is free, and the other costs around four to five dollars. The apps are fantastic tools for navigating your way on the Camino Frances, and they consolidate a huge amount of information and put it right at your fingertips. Here is where the apps really shine. They are the most updated source of accommodations, prices, what's open, and what services each of the accommodation options has for you. They each have stage planning tools that allow you to craft and save your itinerary. They both give a clear, concise presentation of the distances between each city, town, and village, so you can easily determine where you will walk to each day and what choices you have for albergues, hostels, hostales, and other places to sleep. The maps in the apps 
use GPS to show you where you are relative to the route, something you can't get with a guidebook. It's super easy to book accommodations using the apps as they provide links to WhatsApp and Booking.com right from the accommodation listing. One side note, when you book through Booking.com directly from the Camino apps, the app owner gets a commission. It's a great way to say thank you for all their work keeping the app updated. In short, the apps are full of useful, practical information that is easy to use and apply to your daily walk. Apps do have a couple of shortcomings. One, when compared to guidebooks, they're a little light on historical and contextual information. Also, it can be tricky to figure out the information when there are alternative routes, as in when the pilgrim has two choices of routes between cities and towns. That happens several times on the Camino Frances. Now let's look at the two apps in greater detail. I'll start with Buen Camino. This is the free app, although there is a request for a donation to get access to the stage planning tool. Making a donation is a great way to say thank you to the app owner for all the work they've done. The best place to start in the Buen Camino app is the Information and Advice tab, where you will meet your host, Peregrino Carlos, and you can watch an excellent tutorial video that gives you an overview of the features and functionality of the app. Here are a few of the features you'll discover. Short stage-by-stage -stage descriptions of what to expect on the trail. Listings of additional points of interest and services in each city, town, and village. A long list of all cities, towns, and villages with the distances between each. Accommodation listings with map location, ratings and reviews, detailed information like opening dates and times, the price, how many beds, amenities such as laundry, Wi-Fi, kitchen or a pool, and if a communal dinner is available. And you'll also find booking information such as phone number, email address, website, and a link to booking. There are a few features that distinguish the Buen Camino app from the app I'll talk about next. One, it has a section with 35 meditations based on passages from the Bible. It also has links to their YouTube channel with useful videos about the stages, some of which are dubbed or subtitled in English. And the stage planning tool in the Buen Camino app is easier to use and a bit more intuitive than the one in the next app. So let's get to that next app. It's called the Wise Pilgrim app. This app costs around $4 for Android users and $5 for iPhone users. The home page of the app presents a guide for the route by region. They divide the Frances into three sections and call them body, mind, and soul, which is one way pilgrims explain the transformation they go through when walking the entire Camino Frances route. 
when you click on one of the regions, it will show you all of the cities and towns on the route along with the distances between them and a kilometer countdown to Santiago. This list is also the stage planning tool, and I did find it takes some getting used to. The most obvious use of the list of cities and towns is to tap on each place name to get to the detailed information and list of accommodations. But I wouldn't start there. The best place to start with the Wise Pilgrim app is the section that's called About Slash Legend, which you can find on the menu. There you can learn how to best use the distance information provided to plan your stages and how to interpret the key to services in the cities, towns, and accommodation options. The About Slash Legend tab also contains helpful information on how to use WhatsApp to make reservations. Once you are ready to click through the city and town listings on the guide, you will find robust information on history, sites, and points of interest in each city and any significant town. You will also find tips on landmarks and features to look for as you navigate the trail. There are several alternative route options on the Frances, and in the Wise Pilgrim app, they are identified with red font. Easy to find, but then the distances get a little hard to follow and figure out. The accommodation information includes price, number of beds, contact information such as phone number, email address, website, address link, and address links directly to Google Maps. It also will have links to booking if it can be booked from there. Let's look now at how to use the apps. I recommend downloading both of the apps so you can try them out and see which one you find the easiest to use and which one organizes the information in the best way for how you think. Having both apps allows you to cross-reference the information and either confirm its accuracy or discover inconsistencies. Once you have the apps, spend some time tapping around to discover what information is there and how it's organized. Start with the tutorial video in the Buen Camino app and the About slash Legend tab in the Wise Pilgrim app to get an overview of how the apps work. You may want to grab your notebook and pen again so you can make some notes on what interests you. You can catalog the information in the way that makes the most sense for you, as I suggested earlier, geographically as you move from east to west, or categorically with such informational buckets as cities, towns, villages, and sites, accommodation options, food options, regional specialties, and pilgrim traditions on the trail. It may also be helpful to have your favorite guidebook handy so you can compare and contrast how the information in each is presented. Next, take a look at the maps in the apps to get a sense of if viewing the map on your small smartphone screen will be sufficient for navigating the trail or 
if you will still want to have a paper map in the form of a guidebook. When you start to plan your stages, look at the elevation charts to get a sense of which days will be the big, challenging days when you may want to walk a shorter stage. Read through the descriptions of the cities, towns, sites, and other highlights. Make notes on what interests you in each of your categories. As I mentioned earlier, we will use this information when we talk about how to plan your day-to-day -day stages on the trail. Once you've familiarized yourself with the guidebooks and apps, you will be ready to move on to the next step, planning your day-by-day, stage-by-stage itinerary. Before we go there together, though, let's look at one more resource. The final tool I want to talk about is the low-tech, printed paper list of albergues you can get from the Pilgrim's Office in Saint-Jean-Pied-du-Port. This is a six-page document that includes listings for all albergues on the Frances route in Spain, all the way from Valcarlos and Roncesvalles to Fistera and Muxia. This is a comprehensive list made in the tiniest print possible to fit in the more than 450 albergues along the route in the fewest possible number of pages. I have a digital copy of this list for you in the folder for this section of the audio guide. I will mention, though, that the list was originally printed on A4 paper, which is the standard size in Europe and many places around the world. If you're printing this from the U.S., just be aware that it will cut off the bottom of each page. This albergue list includes distances between each city and town, town names, the names and phone numbers of the albergues, how many beds they have, what months they are open, and the cost per bed. The list also notes if the albergues have a kitchen you can use, if there is heating, if dinner and breakfast are provided, if there are private rooms available, and if they accept cycling pilgrims. There is also very limited information on the town or village, such as if there is a food shop or ATM cash machine. This list doesn't include any accommodation options other than albergues. So if you will be staying in hotels and guest houses, you will have better luck finding places using the apps guidebooks, and other resources like the booking app and Google Maps. Now let's look at how to use the albergue list. What I love most about this list of albergues is that it is easy to see at a glance how far apart the cities and towns are and how many albergues and beds each place has. It also doesn't suggest any preset stages so you are free to plot your course simply by choosing how far you will walk each day and determining where you will find the next albergue. That means that using the albergue list to plan your stages is fairly simple. Once you have a sense of how far you want to walk each day, you just add up the kilometers listed in the left-hand column until you get close to your daily distance limit. And that is where you would walk to. 
If you've put together a list of sites you want to visit and top albergue experiences you want to aim for, you can note those on the document so you can be sure to adjust your stages so you can select those places as stopping points or rest days. I've tried to keep this section as concise as possible, which has been challenging given the depth of resources available. As I said before, you won't know which resource is best for you until you play around with them. Flip through the guidebooks and tap through the apps. And then, even still, you may not know which resource is your favorite until you get to the Camino and start to use it with each step and on each stage of the trail. If you find yourself getting overwhelmed by how much information is available, take a deep breath, take a break, go for a walk, and give it all time to sink in. And then move on to our next session where we will start to plan your actual Camino Frances itinerary. And now, here is the full story on everything that is included in the Camino Frances Getting Started Audio Guide. You on the Camino Frances, you on a pilgrimage in Spain. How do you go from the idea or the dream of walking the Camino de Santiago to your first steps on the trail, when it seems like there are a million steps between those two points? How do you get to Saint-Jean-Pied-du-Port? How do you book your travel to the Camino? How do you plan your day-to-day -day itinerary either before you go or on the trail? How do you know if you need to reserve beds or rooms in advance? And if you do, how do you do it? How do you pack for a trip like this? How do you find services, food? How do you find the trail itself? How do you prepare emotionally and spiritually for something this big and important? Hi, this is Nancy with the Camino Experience, here to introduce the Camino Frances Getting Started Audio Guide. This guide walks you through answering all those questions I just asked and more, step by step, so you can make your Camino dream a reality. And it empowers you to answer the one question you're almost afraid to ask out loud. Can I really do this? with a confident yes. How? With practical step-by-step -step audio and video tutorials, planning worksheets, informational PDFs, and a comprehensive list of resources to guide you in planning and preparing, plus a stage-by-stage -stage trail guide for your first few days on the Camino, just to get you started, comfortable and confident as a pilgrim on the road to Santiago de Compostela. This guide covers not just what you need to know, but also why you need to know it and how to apply the information to your Camino and the experience you are longing for, all in one place. With this guide, you will get to know the Camino Frances and what it means to start your pilgrimage in Saint-Jean-Pied-du-Port, France. You will design the Camino experience that's right for you. 
You will navigate your way to Saint-Jean-Pied-du-Port like a seasoned, savvy traveler. You will find your Camino rhythm on the trail. With this guide, you will make your way to Santiago de Compostela with confidence. You will plan without over-planning and prepare without over-preparing. And you will give your family and friends the peace of mind they crave as you head off on this giant adventure. In a few moments, we'll look at what this guide is in detail, but first let's look at what it's not. It's not simply a guidebook on tape, meaning it's not all the information in the Briarly guidebook or the Moon Camino de Santiago guidebook or the Village to Village Camino guide, just in audio format. It's not a repeat of what you already have from other sources. It's not a listing or narrative of sites and places to stay. In other words, it's not meant to replace your guidebook or app, but rather to complement it. It's not 30 days of Spanish history lessons or step-by-step here are the trees and trail conditions to expect or look for this trail marker here. And it's not going to make you listen to an audio session every day on the trail from start to finish, or else you'll be missing out on something great. Well, what is it then? This is the ultimate how-to guide for getting started on the Camino Frances from Saint-Jean-Pied-du-Port in two parts. The first part is like a tutorial or an online course, a masterclass really, in how to take your dream of walking the Camino and make that happen. How to go from your front door to Saint-Jean-Pied-du-Port and take your first steps on this life-changing pilgrimage. The second part is an on-the-trail guide that joins you when you are on your way to Saint-Jean-Pied-du-Port and walks with you from there to Pamplona. It's like having your own personal guide in your ear as you travel to the Camino and make your way to Saint-Jean-Pied-du-Port, as you climb up and over the Pyrenees, and as you settle into your new pilgrim identity. It's like walking with a friend who already knows the trail, but who also stays in the background while you discover it for yourself. This guide is also a companion to the You on the Camino de Santiago podcast. If you are familiar with the podcast, then you know that I tend to give you the long answer to all your Camino questions. I look to find the questions behind your questions and the questions you don't yet know to ask. The podcast helps you answer your first round of questions Not the way everyone else answers them, but the right way for you. Questions like, when is the best time to go? For you. How long will it take? You. Who will you go with? How much will it cost for you to have the Camino experience you want? Where will you find food? Where will you sleep? How do you select the right boots, the right backpack, the right rain gear? for you. All of that is already covered in the free You on the Camino de Santiago podcast. 
so it's not covered in this audio guide. Instead, the Camino Frances Getting Started audio guide picks up where the podcast leaves off. Once you have these questions answered, and it accompanies you for the rest of the way, from home to your starting point in Saint-Jean-Pied-du-Port, and, as I said, for your first few days on the trail. There are sessions to help you plan and prepare, sessions to get you from point A to point B, and sessions for you to listen to on the flight to Europe, on the train from Madrid or Paris, and the night before you start walking, as you lie in your bunk wondering, what was I thinking? In fact, there are audio sessions for you to listen to all the way up to Pamplona, and then again for the final week into Santiago de Compostela as you near your destination and prepare to return home. Well, what about that long part in the middle from Pamplona to Santiago? That, dear pilgrim, is where the journey unfolds. That is when you take everything you have done to plan and prepare, and you allow the Camino to work its way into your heart, mind, and body. That is when you discover you have what it takes to make the pilgrimage to Santiago, and that's when you know you no longer need me as your guide. With this audio guide, you will be able to turn your attention to why you are walking the Camino, to what you hope to get out of it, to having the experience you have been dreaming of. Is that a long walk with God? A grand adventure? A chance to discover or rediscover your deepest desires or long-forgotten dreams? Perhaps you long for the connection to the pilgrim community, to share stories and break bread with new friends? Or are you feeling called to push yourself physically to test your stamina and endurance? Or do you simply need a break from the routines at home? Whatever your reasons for walking the Camino Frances, this guide will help you handle all the logistics like a veteran traveler so you can focus on what is most important to you, whether that is the journey or the adventure or the challenge, or the spiritual quest. In other words, this audio guide guides you to your Camino experience. Let's look at how it works. When you sign up for the audio guide, you will begin to receive scheduled, staggered emails with links to the different modules in the guide. The files are hosted in Dropbox, but... You don't need a Dropbox account to listen to the audio sessions, watch the videos, or open the PDFs. All you need is a computer or smartphone and Wi-Fi or another data connection. Ideally, you would have access to a printer so you can print the worksheets, but if you don't have that, you can read the worksheets on your device and make notes in a notebook instead. The first six modules of the guide are staggered, one every few days, so you don't get overwhelmed by the volume of information and so you have some time to digest and act on the content. Then, about three weeks after you purchase the Getting Started Guide, 
you will receive the link for the trail guide, which you can listen to either before you leave home, or when you are on your flight to Europe, or day by day when you are in Saint-Jean-Pied-du-Port and as you walk the first few days on the trail. And of course, you can listen at all those times. In order to get the most out of this Getting Started audio guide, you need to have at least four weeks from the date of purchase until you leave for your Camino. But more time is better. In fact, you can sign up for the audio guide now, regardless of when you plan to walk the Camino. It's never too soon to start making your Camino dream a reality. And just to clarify, this guide is only for the Camino Frances route and only for those pilgrims starting in Saint-Jean-Pied-du-Port, France. So, what do you get? Let's look at the core modules of this Getting Started guide. We start with an overview of the Camino Frances and look at such topics as the delights of Spanish culture, the regions, cities, towns, and villages the trail passes through, the natural beauty of the Camino, the trail markers you'll follow, some seasonal variations, transportation to and along the Camino, excursions and diversions from the trail, and some options for how to plan your Camino itinerary. This module also contains a PDF file with the highlights discussed in the audio sessions, plus some top albergue experiences on the Frances. Next, you will receive the module on what it means to start the Camino Frances in Saint-Jean-Pied-du-Port, which includes a description and comparison of the two route options from Saint-Jean to Roncesvalles, the Napoleon route, and the Valcarlos route. Once you know a bit about where you are starting, then you will receive the module for the planning phase, which has both a high-level overview and detailed specifics on how to plan your first few days on the Camino, from your time in Saint-Jean, up to the first city you come to inside Spain, which is Pamplona. In this phase, we look at what decisions you need to make before you can proceed with planning your trip and to discover what kind of trip you want. We look at how to use the guidebooks and apps to plan your overall itinerary plus your day-to-day stages. We answer questions like, how much time do you need and want in Saint-Jean? Will you walk from Saint-Jean to Roncesvalles in one day or two? And why? How do you find available beds and rooms? Do you need to book your accommodations in advance? And if yes, how do you do that? How do you plan your daily stages after Roncesvalles? That's all in this module. Once you have a basic plan in mind, then you need to know how to get to Saint-Jean-Pied-du-Port, so that module comes next. For some people, this is the most daunting part of the entire pilgrimage, planning and booking travel, and then traveling to the starting point. So in the Travel to the Camino module, we walk through that process step by step with a series of videos that show you where on the map you're headed and how to get there. 
Will you fly into Paris or Madrid or some other European city? Once you get to Europe, how do you make your way to Saint-Jean? By bus? By train? Another flight? And how do you make sure all those different timetables line up? How do you find the fastest or most affordable travel options? And how do you make those reservations? The Travel to the Camino module covers it all, so you can book your flights, trains, and buses. And then, you need to pack. In the Packing and Departure module, we break out a packing list of what you will need to bring on the Camino. Have you ever packed for a trip like this? Most people haven't. So, in this module, you get a fully customizable packing list that automatically adds up the weight of all the items you want to take. And then, it's almost time to go. And it's time to rely on the departure checklist. By this point, you will have been keeping track of a zillion moving parts. Packing, training, prepping, worrying, anticipating, and hopefully spending some quality time with your inner circle as they share in the excitement of what lies ahead. The departure checklist helps ensure you don't miss anything critical as you prepare to leave home. One of the to-do items on the departure checklist is to listen to the next module, Arrival in Europe. And this is when we get to my favorite part of the Getting Started Guide, when we travel together to the Camino and walk together for your first few days. The sessions in the Arrival in Europe module contain step-by-step instructions for your arrival in Madrid or Paris, for how to transit from the airport to your next flight, bus, or train, how to get to Saint-Jean from Pamplona, Biarritz, and Bayonne, and what happens when you get to Saint-Jean. You may even want to listen to these modules again when you are on the flight to Europe so everything is fresh in your mind when you touch down in Europe. Once you reach Saint-Jean-Pied-du-Port, then what? This is when we get to the trail guide because you are now literally a pilgrim on the road to Santiago de Compostela. The first module in the trail guide covers your time in Saint-Jean, the walk over the Pyrenees, and the next couple days on the trail, as far as Pamplona. It shows you around Saint-Jean-Pied-du-Port and where to find everything you need, whether that's the pilgrim's office for your credencial and first stamp, the gear shop for trekking poles, luggage transport for the walk over the Pyrenees, or simply dinner the day you arrive and breakfast the next morning. It covers how to prepare for the walk over the Pyrenees, what food you need, what services you will find, and how to ensure your safety on the mountain. And then it gives you a preview of albergue life, what terrain to expect, and a few things you may want to know about the first 66 kilometers of the Camino Frances. Once you reach Pamplona, you can take the walking tour included in the audio guide to explore and discover this beautiful city.
by the time you reach Pamplona, you will be comfortably settled into your role as a pilgrim and the rhythm of the trail. And you will know for certain that you got this. It's at that point you will know you no longer need a guide. And I will kiss you on the cheek and send you on your way. You know what I mean. But wait, I will be back because getting started on the Camino is about so much more than starting the first few days from Saint-Jean-Pied-du-Port. Getting started on the Camino is, for many pilgrims, the start of something bigger in their lives. Something grand, like perhaps going after a long-forgotten or abandoned dream. For many, arriving in Santiago de Compostela is just the beginning. So about a week before you reach Santiago, your guide will be back to check in, to see what's on your mind and in your heart as you count down the days to your destination, whether that is Santiago or Fistera or Musia or somewhere else entirely. That final module of the trail guide will help you prepare for the last 100 kilometers into Santiago from Saria, where you will notice an increase in pilgrims and a change of tone. It will accompany you into Santiago, through the city as you claim your Compostela certificate and celebrate with your pilgrim friends and family, and as you make your journey home or to your next stop. Who will you be as a result of walking the Camino? Will you allow this experience to change you? In what ways? What will you say yes to next? When you are ready to take your next big, bold step to say yes to your Camino dream and get started with confidence and clarity, simply click or tap on the Get the Guide link on the webpage or in the introductory PDF. Or go to the website thecaminoexperience.com backslash audio. Then follow the instructions there to complete the registration form, review the terms and conditions, and make your payment. Once your payment is complete, you will then receive the first module of the guide. And then keep an eye on your inbox because there is a ton of good stuff coming your way. If you're listening to this on the You on the Camino de Santiago podcast, I wanted to mention that there is a link in the show notes to go directly to the registration form. Still not sure? If you're still not sure if the guide is for you, you may want to check out the free sample sessions on the webpage or in the introductory PDF. These will give you an idea of the content provided in the audio and video sessions. How do you go from the idea or dream of walking the Camino de Santiago to your first steps on the trail when it seems like there are a million steps between those two points? With the Camino Frances Getting Started Audio Guide on your phone, in your pocket, step by step, together. I wish you a beautiful Camino experience.